Picnic Table Society, a ragtag group of people in recovery that live by Rule 62. Don't take yourself so damn seriously. Your recovery is your journey. Get engaged, try new things, and have fun with it. Yo, maestro. Intro, please. You can't steal second with your foot on first. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Picnic Table Society. My name's Joe, along with Aaron and Jeff. What's up? Man, I am... I don't even know, like, the word to put on it, but, like, I know that yesterday morning I called my sponsor and I told her how I was feeling really spiritually fit and, like, all of a sudden, you know, I've got that connection to my higher power right now. But this morning, like, I I guess the really the way I want to put it, I'm just in gratitude right now, man. Just so... You're probably really tired. Uh, <laughs> you guys did a lot yesterday, didn't yeah, you? Yesterday was moving day and, you know, but... This morning, I don't really feel tired. I'm just in a lot of gratitude and you got, happy. So you stayed at the new place last we night. We stayed at the new place so last night. that means night. this morning you got to wake up and it was just like, man. Yeah, and I still didn't sleep for shit. I thought it was going to change. Really? Because like, yeah. I thought I was just like a kid on Christmas morning for the last two nights in the old place. But it was still the same last well, night. Well, you know what? It's also like a, like sleeping in a new place. I always get like kind of restless. And we're still waiting on our new know. mattress. So it's like, you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I didn't think about that. I felt safer at home last night. It was probably because she lives up the block from me now. Oh, look at that. That's cute. Yeah. How are you this morning? Well, if you heard some disturbance at the beginning of the show, it's because I took off my sneakers and killed the biggest mosquito I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Good Jeff, job. Jeff's over here killing bugs. Good. Man, I'm proud of you. Get it? I got him. Yeah. Good. He's right there. He would have been like six times when we were sitting here. right there. I'm super excited. So, um, you know, I grew up in Queens, New York, and uh, one of my running gun buddies, Jack, he's one of us doing great. He um he met his wife when we were out together at a bar slash club when we were like I don't know it was like nineteen ninety eight ninety nine uh-huh. and he's still married to her two beautiful children and they moved out of Queens to North Carolina about six seven months ago and he's he's this uh, he's got this huge Italian family huge uh-huh. Italian family and uh, they every summer they they get together they do a timeshare thing somewhere and mostly in Florida so it's in Orlando this year and this is his week so he's stopping through today with his wife and two kids I'm going to pick up my son Samantha and her three kids and we go in the Golden Corral around like 12:30 he's going to come here take a tour of the facility oh cool so I'm I'm excited I'm excited that's yeah. awesome yeah and then next week I think he's going to leave a day early and stay with us uh, for a night next nice. Wednesday yep yeah that's cool man yeah everything's good. good. What about you, Joe? You yawning over there? You don't want to work today. Joe told us he does it's not, not want yet. to work today. I know. I really don't feel like working today, but I have to. So. Yeah. It's all good. His business partner was out there telling him about all the work he has, and Joe's just looking at him like, man, mm. I didn't even want to get out of bed this morning. You done piled <laughs> on more work. Well, his business, partner, his business partner needs a little exercise anyway, right? There you go. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going for you, Joe? I have not. I'm slacking, man. I got those running sneakers still sitting in my closet. Oh, I have my not used them at all. I know. It's terrible. I bought Samantha a pair of uh, running sneakers for her birthday last week. The um, Man, I can't remember the name of them. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. I just, I'll get I'm around. I'm having an errand moment. I, I, know this <laughs> is, I know this is all like just excuses, but man, I should, I've been busy. Me man. too. You know what Me I mean? too. Yeah. yeah, I haven't run in like eight days, but I'm still losing weight on this thing. Well, yeah. just don't eat. 
Well, no, I just, I, I'm eating keto. Well, you're busy. I mean, you're busy. Yeah. yeah. 16,000 something steps yesterday and oh, a man. bunch of labor. Oh, no, it's so funny. So like doing my job, like we always get like a, you know, we're just constantly walking and stuff, you know? Right. And so it was funny. I think, uh, what was it? I think with Todd, my business partner, he got one of those, uh, you know, those watches that counts the, um, got it right here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It yeah. counts your steps Fitbit. and stuff like that. Fitbit. And it was funny because, you know, I'd get done working. Right. And I'd get home and like, my wife would be like, let's go for a walk. And, and you know what I mean? And I'd just be like, man, I really don't feel like walking. She's like, Oh, come on. You know what I mean? And, um, I'm like, nah, you don't understand. Like, I don't really, I, that's all I do all day long. You know what I mean? But then it was funny because Todd got one of those watches yeah. and so he counted his steps or whatever. And, uh, so I got, I got to take those steps and take it home to my wife or whatever and prove it. Cause it was like, but you know, like the goal is like right. 10,000 10, steps yeah, a day. That's what it yeah, is. Me and him had that in by like 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so I went right. home and I, I told my wife, I was like, listen, I was like, see, see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So what's up, Aaron? So today I figured, um, you know, this, let me see how I want to say this. It kind of, um, it's really on my mind this morning. Cause it, 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 it I finally got to service work, right? Um, It saved me. And Jeff, you mentioned it this morning in the meeting, you know. I I heard someone share about how they had a lot of of lax time uh, yesterday, you know, and so they were really in their head. And I was so thankful when I heard that shared that, you know, in my sobriety, those few times where I'm like, I don't know what to do. Hmm, drinking sounds good. Getting high sounds good. And then I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, luckily, somewhere in me, God instilled the the conscience to to come up here at the Java Club and sit down. You know, go to a meeting or open my mouth to Jeff and say, hey, Jeff, I have nothing to do. I need something to do. By the way, if you're listening to this, that is that. Don't do that unless you're willing to, to <laughs> come right. up and, and do some stuff because Jeff will always have something for you to do. Be careful what you wish exactly. for. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the the big thing behind service work is it's not only to get out of ourselves, right? But it's kind of a selfish thing, too, because you get so much out of it when you do service work, right? And I love doing service work and I love giving back. And I'm okay with always doing it because the... The, the feeling I get when I do service work, it's worth it. But yesterday I got to watch it given back to me, you know, and then like I got to watch it this morning, get back to somebody else and just the circle of how that goes along. You know what I mean? And so I kind of want to get you guys' take on, you know, service work and what it means to you and what possibly what it's brought to your life. Cool. Joe? I mean, listen, you know, I... um when I first got sober, you know, first of all, I was living in a in a halfway house, and the dude who was running the place, um, like you were expected to do service right. work. You know what I mean? It wasn't like it was mandatory or anything like that, but like it was definitely frowned upon if you didn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, believe me, it's still <laughs> like that. Jeff no, knows. no, I yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so you know, I had to do service work there, but then also I think it was like my first sponsor or whatever that, you know, I had him for like a year or whatever. He was one of those guys that just, um, did a lot of service work, like take meetings into, you know, detoxes. And then, uh, we'd go over to this other place and, you know, we'd get there a little early and I'd have to help like set everything up, move the chairs around, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, you know what, it, 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 it's really beneficial. It was really beneficial for me. Number one, it does give you something to do, okay? 
Number two, you can't help but kind of interact with other people sometimes when you're doing that. Right. So you, you do get to like know other people and other people get to know you. Um, just which I think by default. Just by default, right. You're just like, yeah, like, oh, like, you know, you're setting up chairs in the meeting before the meeting. And there's that other, shit's scary when you're a newcomer. Yeah, and there's other people doing it too. Oh, what's your name? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so yeah, no, you do get to know people and um, it gives you something to do, keeps you busy, which I am definitely a big fan of. People just sitting around doing absolutely nothing, I think is like the worst thing for you, especially like early on, you yep. know what I mean? Um, but I'm just, you know, I'm not like, I'm just not, that's not in my nature. I'm not built that way. I can't just like sit around and do nothing, but, um, you know, the other thing it does is it also teaches you, it, it is giving back. It's doing, it's, it's, it's doing things that are sort of for the benefit of others or for the benefit of the community without you getting anything in return for it. So it does sort of teach you to be like a pro- more of a productive member of society. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's not all about you. Like you can do things to just sort of help, you know. And isn't that like our out. common goal? I feel like I hear Jeff say that a lot. That like we're just trying to be productive members of society. Mm-hmm. Like that- Giver, givers and not takers. You know what I mean? Not be like a drain on society where all we do is it's all about me, 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 me. Right. We, you know, rob and steal and, you know, all this kind of stuff and just – so I was um, told... So it teaches you to live a different way also. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. And I was told early on that, you know, this disease is threefold, right? Spiritual, mental, and physical. And that's why our triangle for our program has three things. There's unity, recovery, and service. Right. To take care of the physical, mental, and spiritual aspect of our lives. So that's like the metaphor for that. That's what I was told early on. And I was also told early on my GMS out at the beach, fantastic, man. You know, if you want to have a da- bad day, think about yourself. Yeah. And before I got here, all I did was think about myself, especially in regards to even when I was trying not to drink right before I got to out, uh, out, uh, AA was, uh, you know, how am I going to drink? What am I going to drink? I need a drink. I need a drink. Every, how am I going to get my drink? Who am I going to rob for my drink? It, you know, whatever it was, it was always about me and how I could get what I needed to survive. So when I get here, what happens? I'm not drinking, but I'm still thinking about wanting to drink. Right. So I'm thinking it's all about me. So how do I get out of me? Being of service, doing something else. And what Aaron was sharing about this morning in our meeting, and we're not going to say who it was, you know, the, the young man had, shared basically he had five hours, a block of five hours, and he was laying in bed for five hours and he was in his head, you know, and he, he's new. That's the worst thing you can do. Right. You know, five hours in his head. So we share a long time. Yeah, it's a long (laughs) time. Dude, it's a long time for me. Ten minutes in my head. That's why I don't stay still. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. It's it's a selfish disease. It really has got to keep it moving. You know, that's why I was, uh, you know, we're blessed to have clubhouses here in Jacksonville, Florida that open up at early in the morning and stay open Late at night, I can remember when I first got here, and I lived five exits from here, and uh, I would get in my car on 95 North, man, uh, off Bay Meadows Road, and I had to get to Emerson on 95 North, and my hands were squeezing that steering wheel because I just couldn't wait to get here because I knew if I got here, there was going to be a little bit of remedy, a little bit of ease to what I was going through, and it didn't even have to be a meeting going on because there was somebody always outside. Always. Always, yeah. and I would get here, and, yeah. and Chef was running in a place and i would go up to chef you got anything for me to do 
it, it just helped, you know, it just helped. Absolutely. And I man. have stuck to this day. I've stuck with what has helped me and try to pass that along to others. That's my experience. Well, you know, if you want to change the way you feel and you want to change like your thinking mm-hmm. and, you know, and you want to change your behaviors and stuff like that, you know, for me, it's always been, I, I just need, I need to start with the behaviors first. I right. physically do different things, you know, or do things in a different way. And then that'll sort of over time impact my, my thought process. Right. You know what I mean? Well, and see, for me, my dad, my dad used to always tell me from probably about 14, 15 years old, when I started to get in trouble, and it'd be when I wasn't working or going to school. And he said, Aaron, every time, Aaron, you know, idle time is a devil's workshop. You know, and so that's when I would always get in trouble is if I was if I was in between jobs or, you know, when I wasn't going to school. And for me, it's I'm always busy today. Like I before I got sober, I never stopped chasing the dope man. Like I always had something going on. My phone was always ringing. I always had something going on and it wasn't good. So today it's like if I stop, I start to wonder well, what am I supposed to do? And then that's when them thoughts start creeping in. You know, I had a sponsee yesterday. Same thing. You know, you know, new in sobriety. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I want to get high. And it scared her. It really scared her. And I was like, I remember this. I said, I'm going to tell you what I did. And I shared with her about how I'd come up here and I'd sit and I'd be like, Jeff, I don't know what to do, man. And so he'd put me to work, and I shared that with her. And she didn't go that far, but she did take me. <laughs> didn't go listen, that far. Yeah. Yeah. Pump, pump your brakes. Listen, all right. listen Jeff. I may have overreacted. <laughs> yeah, 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 Jeff, yeah, yeah. I told her, I said, well, why don't you go to, to a meeting, and then I'll come pick you up, and you can come help us move. Listen, she ain't called me till later that <laughs> she night. Ain't call me. <laughs> That's but funny. she did take my advice and hit like three meetings yesterday. And when I talked to her today, she said that saved her butt. And, you know, it, it, it just goes back to, like, if we sit there and sit in it, we're going to be stuck in it. There is no solution in sitting oh, yeah. in it. Oh, yeah. Now, here's the thing, too. It, my whole life before I got here, if I was going to help you, I expected something in return, you know? So, you know, the, it's just a great feeling to be of service to somebody else and not want anything, just to do it to help somebody. I was a taker my whole life. Right. Now I want to be a giver. That's what God wants me to do. And you want to know what? It's also so purpose, okay? I feel as though everybody should have a purpose in right. life, okay? Like you're you're doing something to contribute to, you know, society in mm-hmm. general or contribute to your family or do, you know, do something productive and have, you know, have that have that purpose to you, right? And of course, you know, early on, I did not have any purpose. You oh, know what no. I mean? My, pur- my, purpo- <laughs> no. my purpose for my life for a long period of time was shooting dope, okay? Oh, yeah. That was my, you know, <laughs> right. So, you know, I think being uh, around some other guys early in sobriety that were big on service work and getting me involved in that. Oh yeah. It gets you to like, like I said earlier, you know, doing things to help out the community that you're in or whatever. It it does start giving you a little bit of purpose. And then the longer you're doing that and then, you know, the more time you get under your belt and all that kind of stuff, you start figuring out like maybe what some of your purposes are, outside of you know aa or recovery or anything like that that's right and service service work is contagious too it's contagious like here's a perfect example right like you see someone go ahead yeah yeah no you're on the right yeah Yeah, yeah. exactly right what you were gonna say but i've got a sponsee he's at seven years right now right and um 
he's a lawyer and he just got back into this thing about a year and a half ago, right? Uh-huh. And uh, we have another guy in the program who he feeds the homeless during the week. So somehow, which I didn't even know about, they linked up. Now, he's gone with him a couple of times, and I get those phone calls at night from him, and he's seven years sober, and he is just, I could hear it in his voice. Oh, he's cool. telling me about, this guy, is, he, he's a lawyer, too. Yeah. So he's going to feed the homeless with this other guy. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm like, man, if he did that today, what can I do today? Yeah, that's cool. You know, it's contagious. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So what are you going to do for service today, Aaron? Well, you're doing it right now. You're wearing I, a freaking pineapple shirt. What, I, have to, I have to tell you what this guy did. No, no. No, I'll, I'll tell him half of it. Okay, I'll tell him half of it. So I'm I'm putting my house together. I I sent Shelby and her oh, this friend was, off. This was moving yesterday. Yeah, I sent Shelby and her what, friend what'd off. What'd you break? What'd you break? <laughs> a couple of things. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> the fragile. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, hold on. So I'm passing boxes to guys and a couple of uh, marked fragile. Yeah. So I'm passing them to them and I'm saying, this one's fragile. <laughs> you tell so anybody about Aaron that, goes Jeff? to me, did I spell it wrong? Oh, you don't even know what that's from? She doesn't even know what that's from. Aaron. So I'm going to get her the, I'm gonna get her the lamp seen, for Christmas. Listen, I've seen it, but oh I can't goodness. quote movies like y'all can't. Anyway, back to my well, story. Joe, I'm getting her the lamp for Christmas. Everyone who's listening, I apologize. Back, yeah, yeah, we're back sorry to my that. story. Did I spell fragile wrong? That's hilarious. <laughs> so I, I'm putting everything away. And I just so happened to look outside and this guy, and my, they hadn't cut my grass yet before we moved in. Okay? okay. And so I'm, of course, like complaining about it when I'm there. Sure. This guy shows back up and I'd asked him if I could borrow his lawnmower and he just kept blowing me off. And it's like, I'm not bringing it to you. I knew he would though. And I look out the window and he's mowing the front yard and it's just like, wow. You know, it just kind of blew my mind. Like, What's your charger? A bottle, a <laughs> a bottle, bottle of water. water. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he didn't even charge me that. I saw him and I was like, dang, he's been outside all morning with me, you know, helping me move and everything. He got the U-Haul put taken back. He had got some guys to take it back for yeah. me. I didn't even have to come back on this side of town. And now he's outside mowing my front lawn. That's cool. You know, and it's just like, it, it, may, it really made me want to do something. Now, no, I have not made it to return the favor yet. Like, I, I haven't. But... You don't need to return no favor to me. No, You'll not pass to you. Along to somebody pass it along. Else. But here's know? the thing, Aaron. Does it what, count Aaron? if I if I be of service to my girlfriend? Because <laughs> that was a lie okay. yesterday. Okay, this is not that kind of don't show. Don't take it there. <laughs> don't take it there, Jeff. That's funny. <laughs> so what Aaron doesn't know though is that you know the only reason why I know, went over there to mow that lawn, Joe, without her knowing was because uh-huh. I didn't hit my ten thousand steps yet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's all got, about me, you baby. Gotta, you got to realize, all about me. <laughs> he's got a goal. He had to drop another couple pounds. Yeah. I'm looking for two and a half to three yeah, by tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what it really was. Though. Yeah, making everybody pay. See, but yeah, no, I mean, so it definitely, I know what it did is, it, I haven't had enough time to return it to someone else to pass it along to someone else. But you will. That's the thing, though, is is the emotion just seeing, and you know, and I see Jeff do things nice all the time, you know, but to see him. Just really go out of his way yesterday. It was like, dang. And he'll tell you himself, like, I was really emotional in the meeting this morning, like, out of joy, just because, like, wow, that was given back to me. Like, now, now how can I pass that along? You know what I mean? Like, and that's what I love about this program is back to what Jeff said with the circle, you know, or excuse me, the circle, the triangle. Ooh, it's been a long night. The triangle, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it just... The hexagon. <laughs> Something like oh that. Oh, my God. Jeez. I'm so done with the uh, Roll 62, Joe. I can't please. help myself. Roll 62, Joe. I think it's funny. <laughs> 
It's all good. No. It's one of those shapes. Hey, but you want to know what, though? It can also teach you to, like, be nice to people. That's right. Is that That's what right. it's done for you, Joe? I was just sitting here like, man, I wish I could have seen do. this guy come in. No, like, I mean, it's just, I, you live, like, a very selfish life, and it's all about right. me. And, yeah. you know, I don't, you know, it's like, you know, to hell with everybody else. You know, service you know is doing I mean? things you don't want to do right. also, you know? But like I said, you know, it really, I, I didn't, you know, I just never really under, you know, the whole old saying, like, can't we all just get along? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I never lived my life like, can we all just get along? It was all like, no, F you, I need whatever it is I need. And, you know, I could care less if bad things happen to you in order for me to get what right. I, you know but what I mean? Now see- so that doing things for other people like that, it does teach me how to like, you know, have that compassion for other people. And it's like, you know, we're, we all live in this world together and, you know, yeah, can't we all just get along and be nice to one another? And you right. see someone, you see someone who needs help, help them. You know, it's like that old lady who's, right. who's you know, walking across the street. Right, right, right. That analogy. It's like, you know, it teaches me how to do things like that. See, and what worked for me early on and, and you know, not it, listen, some people don't do it and that's fine. They do other things for me, service commitments within the program as well. Not just service of others doing nice things outside, whatever, but service commitments for the program. Okay. So if you get X to speak, you always say yes, because you're going to get X to speak, say a week or two from now, something like that could help keep you sober, you know, being of service to a certain group. Are you like the 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 uh, chairperson or the chair captain or the, the speaker greeter. coordinator, the greeter? You know, taking a commitment like that, the literature rep, go, having to go to intergroup, you know, all that stuff. I got involved very early in that. You know, Uncle Gerald got involved very early. Me and him were doing that the um, the group like five thirty and seven o'clock chairperson for the first two three years of our of our sobriety here. You know, the, the sober softball we had when I was six months so, when I was six months sober that we all participated. That was great, man, that's that was like service to each other, oh, man. Great. You, you know, it was a commitment yeah. that we made to each other as as uh, re- people in recovery to not drink or drug and to just make sure that we were there together every single week. Yep. And, and some, lose by 20 runs in three innings. Some, hey, we got a lot better, though. Oh, yeah. Those first, dudes, those got dudes the are out there still out of playing, us first. man. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. doing good. Yeah. Something that my first sponsor taught me, though, about service is you've got to check your motives with it. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, it's like there's two ways of checking. There's two different ways that I usually lean. Like, you know, if, it, if it's service for my girlfriend, you know, if she's upset, am I quote unquote being of service to take her out to dinner like do I just want to do something nice or am I trying to change the way she feels right and then there's also a side you know within AA something my newer sponsors taught me is or my my current sponsor is that like service commitments I like to take a lot of them but sometimes my motives always aren't clear you know and so I really have to take a look at that like again with that superwoman cape I was talking about this morning you know it's like Everyone else, there's people else out there that need service commitment. So why am I going to be selfish and scoop them all up, you know? So it kind of goes both ways for me. But there is that other side to service work. That's right. That's right. And I have a great idea of how Erin could be of service today. She told me that her girlfriend Shelby is not feeling too well. You need to go to Hawkers and get her some of that good miso soup. Miso soup, Hawkers. Got it. That's it. There you well, go. Taking notes. I'll there take them from Jeff Deck all day. That's <laughs> it. Go get her some soup. Just show up the door with soup. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's Good right. stuff. Well, we're about out of time. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Aaron, for coming up with that topic. 
Literally, literally five seconds before he pressed the go button. Because we had they no put idea. This stuff yeah, on me, guys. This is what they do to me. This is what they do. You did great. And I, show, okay. I keep showing up, and I absolutely love This was love a tough one for me because I just wanted to talk the whole 30 minutes. So I, I think I did pretty good. No, we did do pretty good. Yeah, yeah. we did. All right, cool. Whatever, hey, you Joe. can come mow my grass, too. <laughs> <laughs> if you funny. come fishing with me first. No, seriously, listen. Okay, it's going to be hot as hell out later on. It's mm-hmm. Florida. It's the middle of the summer. Okay, I guarantee you, if you come mow my lawn, it's not big, but you're going to lose at least two and a half pounds. You're right. And you it, know what? Right? I would probably take him up on that, except Samantha goes to school tonight, so I got four kids to take care of tonight. Oh, boy. Yeah. Maybe, you, you know what? see the pictures hey. when, he, when he stays at home without Samantha. Things get crazy. You know, her kids house. are half Mexican. Hey, listen, does Samantha... I'm so done with him. <laughs> For those of you who have missed it, Jeff thinks I'm half Mexican. I'm black and white, Jeff. Black and white. I wasn't referring to you. I was referring to mowing lawns. Oh. That's pretty funny. Um, that's we'll tell up. you after, Jeff. Roll 62, people. No, it's huh. tough to take care of the kids, man. When I got to do it, man, my wa- I love my wife, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, she does such a better job of taking care of those kids. <laughs> oh, Samantha is hey, unbelievable. I'm telling you, man. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my kids and yeah. I love being around them and taking care but when it's just me and them it's a lot oh shit it's funny my wife comes home and like the house is just a complete disaster you know what i mean like everything's just <laughs> well i don't know i mean we me, have fun but it's yeah. like i just can't keep it's, it's hard for me to keep i just up give with them it. the look yeah i get that they, they used to the look now so it's just like i gotta stop this crap right now or i'm standing in the corner or that's my it. tablet's gonna be like in the trash or something yeah yeah or no pool that's why we put a pool up to you know manipulate these kids to act right manipulation all that's four right. of them all four of them that's yep. funny all right. Well, hey, we're uh, we're out of time. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you next time. All right. Take care.